word soulmate is not necessarily a biblically complimented term, but the Bible does have a lot to say about your soul and who you pick. The word soul in the Greek is psyche. It's where we get the word psychology from. So your soul is your psychological and emotional part of you that houses your mind, your will, your emotions, and your feelings. And mate means to summon fruitfulness. Think of agriculture. I'm bringing my livestock during mating season to summon them to be fruitful. So when you're saying, how do I identify my soulmate? What you're really saying is, I want somebody who summons fruitfulness versus someone who contributes to me being barren. For you to even be attracted to fruit production requires spiritual maturity. Like this is for grown folk. In fact, this is why I think a lot of people can't identify healthy people and healthy souls. We're spiritually underage. We still like eye candy versus soul food. I'm talking about the fruit of character, the, the fruit of honesty, the fruit of loyalty, not just to my face because loyalty should not require my presence. See, when God sends somebody in your life, it's always for the purpose of helping you to be fruitful and to multiply. When the enemy sends somebody, it's always to contribute to you being barren. And having this soul intelligence will assist us with being able to identify sticks from branches. Branches are connected to the vine, so they're fruitful. But sticks are disconnected, which is why they're barren. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you forgot, this is the No Boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on the Apple Podcast app, on SoundCloud, on Google Play, on Amazon Music. We don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but please go and do that. I know it's been a while. Still the Shamble God. Still Welly F. What does the F stand for this go around, sir? Fuck it, we here. Welly, fuck it, we here. You sound very, uh, very whitish. It's kind of creepy, but it's okay. It'd probably be, uh, it's probably good for the tone of the show. Cause, uh, trying, trying to keep it a little mellow. I feel you. I feel you. Does Melo is Melo on a basketball team right now? No. For real? Last, last I heard, he was drawing some interest from one of the Chinese leagues, but currently not in the NBA. Pride is a motherfucker, boy. Pride is a motherfucker, boy. I see him. I see him working out with his son all the time. That's good. That's good. There's nothing wrong with father son time. It's good. It's it's a good moment. Yeah. But at the same time. You're still a you're you're a high commodity. I didn't want to start here, but wasn't his 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 his, his ex wife on the Breakfast Club a few months back talking about she don't guys her age don't want to date her or something like that. I mean, if you want to go there, we can go there. So I didn't I didn't want to, but it just seemed it it flowed like we look for me, man. I tell people this all the time. I feel by, like celebrity. By the way, Lala Anthony is what 40, 40-ish in that range. Yeah, I think she's forty-two. Oh, okay. Fact check it. You speak, I'll fact check. Okay, so besides Lala Anthony looking like an alien now, um, my thing with people, especially women today, what scares me the most is 
it's a reoccurring theme. I hate to say it, but I'm starting to just get to the point where when I look at certain women, I hear them speaking, and I'm just like, it's too late. Like that's like that's the general thing that just keeps coming back for me. It's too late. It's too late. And I I worry for a lot of them because I see so many of them in denial. And I'm sitting here, I, I remember when when Lala Anthony was um speaking on that, and I'm just like, this like you're not even being realistic right now. Just based off your age, based off the fact that you've basically butchered yourself to look a certain way and and it's it's just too late. And for her to be speaking on these type of things, it's just like just focus on being a mom, focusing on just bettering yourself, focus on things that matter. Like these conversations that y'all are having on the Breakfast Club are childish at this point. And I think that's what really hurts my that's what hurts my soul is the fact that these these older people, women and men, especially people in celebrity positions and have these platforms, I feel like they just talk about a lot of nonsense that's not going to better the next generation. And it's just like it's getting to the point where it's too late because so many people are soaking this up as 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 gospel. And it sucks. But did you fact check her age? Yeah, she's she's 40 years old. Exactly 40. Uh, man, I feel sorry for her. What's what's wild is that. Like you're you're going on a public platform to talk about how you you feel that your your level of desirability has declined, and it's 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 wild to me that when you are are forty, you've been married, you've been divorced, you have a child. That I feel like that's a that's an intimate side of you that that you shouldn't be out on a radio station saying, oh nobody wants me anymore. And it's 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 odd to me. Like that that's what your focus is on. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand that human contact and intimacy is is very important, no matter what age you are. But to be going out on public platforms and and basically throwing yourself, I'm, no, she's not throwing herself. Excuse me. I don't want to want to put that out there like that. But you know, making it be known that that that's what you you want. Like this isn't a dating show. This isn't. Can you get the exact? Can you get the exact quote? If you don't mind that, uh, that she said, because uh, this, is, this is another thing I want to, I, I, when I, when I, I just, because I briefly remember it, but long story short, so that we just don't end up just rambling about some bullshit. It's the same thing with Pippin, Pippin's ex-wife and, and Jordan's son. It's just, it's almost like they have no shame. And it's just getting to the point where once again, it's embarrassing and it just brings back to that mindset of like, what is your focus on? Like you got you got one out here dating this basically is this this in a sense a kid. A, a, you saw this. You saw him as a kid. He was a teenager. And and you're this is it's just weirdo behavior going on in the celebrity world. And when I hear them speaking on certain things like this, I just I just wonder what the kids are going through. What the but what these because for me, it's all about the next generation is the next. How is the next generation being impacted by this? Like, are people just forgetting that Pippin has a son? Do people forget that? Like you said, Mel- Mellow's with his son, you know, work, you know, working out. What's Mellow's uh, relationship? What's Mel- I don't know Mellow's son's name, but, how, you know, what is Lala doing? What, how they, how's their relationship? It's not none of, my, none of my business, but I wonder if 
in the grand scheme of things, they're actually focusing on what matters. Because in my honest opinion, although people crave human contact and a connection, you have to be realistic with how long you're marketable, how long you're desirable. And I think that the older generations understood it way better than the current generation because the current generation thinks that they have this cheat code, which is surgery. They even think the gym is a cheat code, which it really isn't. They think all these things are cheat codes and they want to do everything else but be patient, be observant, be kind. Actually, the journey. You want to do everything but the journey. Yeah. And it is just weird. It's like, well, you're deciding to start over at an age where you're probably going to get closer and closer to falling into depression. Like even like Tia Maury and like Tia Maury and like all these, these celebrities that they, they're in marriages for seven, eight years and they get divorced. And it's like, they really think that they're going to jump back on the market and it's going to be kind to them. And it's like, nobody's telling them the truth. And by the time they hear the truth, once again, it's going to be too late. Like the delusion is just, it's, it's, it's amazing how delusional people have become, but whatever. What she said was that only 21 and 22 year olds want to date her. She says, and I quote, I don't understand this. I'm not saying when you get older, you want to date younger guys, but when you get older, only younger guys want to date you. This is a simple way to explain this. I'm glad that you brought this up because now I can really focus and talk about something. So the 21 and 22-year-olds obviously see older women, usually 10, 15 years older than them, as cougars. And it's a fetish for sure. It's a, it definitely. But they, they, see a, they see a goal in that. They see somebody that has some sex appeal that has stability, which is bank. And there are not many men on the dating market that can get with the woman that's going to actually provide for them. It's usually the reverse if you're dealing with a woman in your age group and it, and it, and it it's reverse for women in general. When men are older and they're dealing with a younger woman, the woman is expecting resources that all of, you know, up until the, the, you know, even if you're dating in your age range, the woman is expecting resources. But when those eight, when you reverse the genders and those ages just are drastically different, people are technically looking for a come up and people see it all the time with the whole sugar daddy thing. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Obviously, with men, with young men, 21, 22 year old, the, it's 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 a fetish, but it's also a, um, it's almost like collecting a trophy. That's why a lot of these these teachers that are out here molesting these young boys, it's not it's not the uproar is not where it should be because there are still a large faction of men out there that are like patting these boys on the back. These 15, 16 year old boys having sex with these 33 year old teacher aides is like, oh, man, you know, I, I know I know that you didn't want it to be like that. I know you didn't want it to come out like this. But the reality is, man, I'm going to pat you on the back because I wish I could have banged my teachers. But that's not the conversation you should be, really be having. It's like, hey, man, that's that's not the. You're, that's you're not a victim. The type of, yeah, you really are. And although, I'm not saying soaking. Although that. although these teachers are, are 27 and 30 years old. You know, you're 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 a victim. You know, when when I when I was in eighth grade, I think the teacher I had a crush on was well into her forties. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe she was maybe even her early fifties, but she was definitely you know past past thirty something. And these as these teachers get older, you you feel like you're more relatable to them. 
it's a sick world we live in. If it wasn't for porn, a lot of this stuff wouldn't even be an ideal. Because, I mean, you pointed out to me like two years ago when you just kept pointing out the fact that, like, they really try to make a they're really trying to make a thing out of this step stepbrother or stepmom thing. It's no, just fucking no, 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 no. They're not trying. They did. They did. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking like, weird. It's fucking weird because it's similar to this. It's, it's similar to the race obsession we have. Like, I could be looking at something. And I, me personally, I, I wouldn't I don't give a shit about the race. A lot of times I'll be watching something. I'm like, I'm not even thinking about the race right now. But like people's minds and perceptions of things have become so warped that that's all they see. And it's just like you could just be looking at an article about something that's really important. And the first thing they're going to point out is, damn, I don't see no black people. Well, shit, I mean, <laughs> what region are you looking at? Like, where are you? Like, where, where is this? Is this something black people want to do? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I mean, it's, this is I've seen this on multiple occasions. It doesn't bother me. I just realize that people's lenses have become warped, in my opinion, because people weren't worried about shit like this 10 years ago. And it's all, it's, it's just become an obsession. And I think I, I compare the two because I think most people really can't go out nowadays without some type of sexual appetite or, uh, or some type of um sexual craving. Like they, everything they see is sexual. Like I, we're all we're all like, you can't watch a, vol, a a female volleyball game without looking at ass. Would I, you know, attract the females on the track, see some titties bouncing or something like that. That's just, that's where our minds are now. And and the same thing with women. And it's been the case. It's just, for me, in my opinion, it just seems like when men do it, it's more creepy and rapey. But when women do it, it just seems like it's more of a, they're satisfying a need. It's understandable. Like, Come on, man! Like it's definitely swept under the rug. It is, and I'm and as and the older I get, I say this all the time. I've realized without it, and I and I used to, I was told this by older women when I was young, but I'm noticing that women are definitely you know have more perverse minds than men. Like they try to tell you men are thinking about sex every ten seconds. Man, if you really just go in the comment sections of a lot of these threads, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, whatever, when a conversation gets sexual. I personally think that women tend to take it overboard, especially older women. It's almost like, man, I, I mean, are y'all deprived of sex? Like, <laughs> which would be a shock to me because I really do feel like women can get sex at the snap of a finger, depending right. on what type of men they deal with. Like you always say, the, they're the gatekeepers. They really are. It's it makes it really. I, I can almost understand why incels tend to be a male dominated subject it's a male dominated uh archetype but at the same time we got to understand that women can be incels too like there are an undesirable bunch of women and i do believe those are older women because once again it gets to a point for older women where if and, and once again it's still kind of changing because of the fact that I think that we stay in a society where an abundance of people lack self-control. So, and with that lack of self-control, it, it it fuels confusion because I tend to think people think that they're more desired than they really are, like the Lizzo's oh, of the world. One hundred percent. Like you, like you, <laughs> the, the the desire that you receive, in my opinion, doesn't really matter if the if it's not coming from a quality place. 
you, you see you see the conversations that I have ar- around desirability. And it's it's again, it's not coming from a quality place. Like at, at, at certain point parts of, of a person's life cycle, they will get horny. And what do they say? Men fuck anything? Mm-hmm. And typically anything or women? Pretty much. So it's like, you know, what do you expect? Like, and, and then again, even and, and I don't mean to knock Lizzo, but if we're using Lizzo as an example, she's still a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Which is which which uh, increases your desirability because because you you have a you have a name like you you have notoriety so people want to fuck you just based off your notoriety and i say this all the i used to say this all the time when when women would be like oh yeah ti so goddamn fine ti so goddamn fine if ti was broke you're looking at a guy that's probably five eight five seven light skin with a bad attitude and bad hair and bad hair that is is, is that really is that really him probably, just probably not you know that 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 wealth, that notoriety, that that celebrity status does a lot for people, and it it also once again, it it give if people are looking at that, they're they're fooling themselves into thinking that they can live that life too. And it's like, hey, you you can't forget this one variable that's there, which is notoriety, celebrity, wealth, status. You don't have that. You're in your own regular world. You're overweight. Nine times out of ten, the only time you really get any validation is when you put a headshot online. Like, let's be honest. When you're out in the real world, you probably don't even get people to approach you on the regular unless they're drunk. Just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you're you're right. And it's sad, but it's it, the truth. It it is sad, but I mean, and the thing is about the truth, you can't escape it. You can't escape societal norms. Like in the same example that I use, if you put Taylor Swift, Jennifer Lopez, and Lizzo in a room, I'm going J-Lo, Taylor Swift, Lizzo. That's me personally. That's what I'm going to pick. And I can say with a certain level of confidence that if you put 100 men in a room and tell them to pick from the same order, it's probably going to go pretty similar to what the way I picked. It's I'm not going to... It's either going to go one, two, three, or two, one, three, but it, that three going to be three for the majority of us. For the majority. Not everybody, but for the majority, it, it's going to be that. Like, you know, that's going to be logic. And you can you can try to play with the age and the social status of the man and this, this, and this. We're talking about physical desirability here. Like, if you put me in a room with Idris Elba and The Rock, I'm going to be three probably 99% of the time. That's just what it's going to be. Like, I can't, I'm not going to feel offended. Hell, if you put me in that lineup and you told me to pick, I'm probably going to pick myself third. Like, it just is what it is. <clears throat> and we know for a fact that men are okay with that. I don't, I mean, our existence doesn't, how do I say this? We don't, our, our self-esteem, our existence isn't 80% our beauty like it is for women because i sense a certain amount uh, i I see the self-esteem issues with modern women in society today when it comes to beauty because when i when when y'all sent that cardi b thing about her um trying to um i guess who is she with quavo who she's all said bro i swear to god anyways um so she was saying that she it's hard for her to to know what to do in order to make offset happy or whatever and once again it's just one of those things where 
because we give a lot of women that crutch of just simply being beautiful, it gets to the point where you have to ask yourself, well, do you even really know this man? Or were y'all just connected on some shallow shit? He's rich, I'm rich, he's popular, I'm popular, and shit like that. And then you start, when the shit gets real, you start realizing, like, damn, I really don't know this man. I don't know what would, what would cheer him up. I don't. I, I really don't have any real connection with him outside of sex, and that's when shit. That's when shit gets exposed, and, and that's and that's it's there. There's beauty in that in realizing like you you possibly made a mistake. Yeah, that's a. It might that might seem like a a a, a mean thing to say, but man, real shit is gonna happen. And a lot of times when you look back at failed relationships, the failed relationships happen because real shit came out. The truth came out. And it's like, how y'all gonna handle this? This gonna really test y'all connection. That's why it's funny to me how people try to avoid tests. Like, I'm not for these manufactured tests on a daily basis that just piss people off and trigger people. But it's, I think it's inevitable for people to come into a situation that's fucking real. If you can't handle the real shit, Man, like y'all wasting y'all time. I think I think if you're with anybody for at least six months, you're gonna run into one real situation. And if you don't, that real situation is eventually gonna be what the fuck are we doing here? That real like, situation is probably being suppressed. Oh, 100 percent That real situation is probably being suppressed. Six months is a long time, depending on you know how often y'all deal with each other. Cause I mean, I've been in situations like this, bro. I personally think I'm a pretty simple guy, regardless of how people feel about me. But the thing with me is, no, nah, straight up, dog. But the thing with me I, is, I, I think you're a very simple guy. People just, at times, they tend to talk too much, mm. and that's one of the that's one of my that's one of my pet peeves. And I've been in situations recently where, you know, shit was cool, shit was perfect. Like I'm not trying to build anything with anybody outside of a, a friendship. Like, hey man, you know, you talk to me, I talk to you. But let's keep the sh- let's keep the talks, you know, reasonable. Let's not try to delve into things that are gonna spark controversy because it's unnecessary. If I'm just if I'm just looking at to be looking to be, you know, an associate, so to speak. I ain't trying to be your best friend. I ain't trying to be your lifelong friend. I have enough of those. Most of these people that I encounter on a regular basis, I chop it up with them. I move around, you know, see how things are going, move around. But then you just have some people that the minute they see you, they just start talking too much. And it's just like they you can ruin a good thing by just talking too fucking much. Like I could just be the person that, you know, you just have dinner with every now and then or have a drink with every now and then. But then you just got to fucking talk too much or you got to expand on your emotions when nobody gives a fuck. And I and I want to clarify. I I know what you're saying because I know you. Yeah. But it's talking too much about things that don't pertain to you, or the situation that you're all in. Like we're 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 having these these like you said we might have dinner. I don't I don't want to hear or or be this shoulder to cry on about you know the the bullshit that you're going on with with your friends and, and, and your family and your relationship. I came out here to enjoy your company and enjoy this meal and have an enjoyable conversation. I didn't come out here to be a therapist. Bingo. I don't I I no, I'm not gonna do that. I I it's too and I do and it's and once again, it may sound mean, but the reality is we all got our own problems. 
people that I just meet on the whim on the fly nowadays, obviously they have their they problems. But you're not finna unload that shit on me. It's just like I know I say it all the time. People are unwell, but guess what? These people that are unwell, they're gonna have to find, they're gonna have to find a source, or like you said, they're gonna have to find that shoulder shoulder to cry on. It ain't gonna be me though, because that's just, I'm just not at that point in my life. And that's when you need to go to therapy. Pretty much. That's when you need to go. When 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 the shit that you don't need to be unloading on your friends, shit you don't need to be unloading on your family. That's when you need to go to therapy. Not not going to therapy to 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 justify your bullshit. Because a lot of people go to therapy to to get the answers that they that they want, not the answers that they need. A lot of people use use therapy uh, to support their their fucked up behavior. And that's not that's not what it's for. I per, I personally think so. I, I, when we talk about this shit for for, for almost five years now, at this point, I really feel like people that talk about therapy, it's just a flex now. It's not really to, to solve any real problems. You're just flexing the fact that you got insurance that can afford therapy. So you're going to therapy. You ain't really looking to make, you know, do no. It's, there's, there are really no solutions to be to be had because the main reason you're going is to make it seem like you're making an effort. And that's another thing that bothers me about people. It's the it's the pretending to make an effort. Like people rock around here yelling about applying pressure and all this bullshit. It's like it's just words. Your actions don't match up at all because yeah, what, I don't give. What, what are you doing? That's that that's pressure. Oh, you put on this outfit and you took this picture and put it on social media and said, "Oh, I'm pressure." Like it's a thousand women, it's a thousand men that's gonna put an outfit on and get on social media and say they're pressure. It's a thousand people that's gonna be with their shirt off in the gym. It's a thousand, you know, people that's gonna be uh, women that's gonna be, you know, in in booty shorts in the gym. That you know, you're claiming that you're pressure. But what is making you pressure? What is separating you? Everybody can't be a diamond. No, no, no. I mean, and it goes back to the to the intro. Because the homeboy was speaking facts. I have no idea who that was, but he was speaking facts. It goes back to motherfuckers being childish. And like, I'm at a place, I'm, I'm 37 years old. I'm at a place in my life where 80% of my day, I'm being serious because I mean, it's work involved. And blah blah. blah. So to, to 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 go back to my point and the reason why I'm not the guy to unload on is because the shit that I want to take serious, that's the shit I take serious. Being a father, when I'm at work, and people I've been knowing for years that I just know like that, we had a connection, we had an understanding, cool. And it takes time to get there, but you can't get there, but like you say, by skipping the journey. I don't know you like that. Like, I, like, and and it, to me, that once that that shows some immaturity when you just when you're seeking therapy in places where motherfuckers don't even know you like that. Especially like you got to peep the social cues. I, like this, and, and that's how I'm like, y'all. I know people on social media way too much, forgetting how to truly socialize, due to the fact that their their social awareness is so low. It's like, man, like you, you're not you're not you're not seeing that. This person's not interested in this. Like you, you're saying things that are that are weird. This is not fitting the scope of the of the relationship. This is strange. You're not seeing that. You're making this person uncomfortable, and they just keep going. And it's just fucking weird. It's just baffling to me because I come across it like on a on, on like at least once a month, and I'm just like, you. I told you about that text message I got earlier in the week. I'm just like, who sent something like that? 
that's fucking bizarre. I send my condolences, obviously, but that's not something you send somebody. Like, and pick up the phone. And it's like you're gonna, and and that's and that's my thing. Like, if some, even if somebody were to text me with that information, I'm picking up the phone. I'm calling you. Hey, you all right? You know, you 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 need anything? I know I can't give you. I can't physically give you anything that's comforting right now. I may not even be able to give you anything emotionally that's comforting right now. But as let just letting you know that I'm there, or if you need to yell or whatever, that's that's when I'm gonna be your shoulder. That's when I'm gonna be your punching bag. That's when I'm gonna be that. But in in most other situations, it's gonna take time to get there, bro. And and even when I was listening to the um, what old boy was saying in the intro, to me, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, respect, effort, and empathy. Those I'm I'm that, that's all I'm hearing, because to me, that's 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 what a soulmate is to me. You know, shape shape size color whatever doesn't matter. As long as you respect me and you give effort towards me and you 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 understand the, the things that I go through and the walks of life that it took for me to get here and where I'm going, I can rock with you. Whether that be whether that be in a dating relationship, whether it be on a friendship level, I can rock with you if you give me those three things. But I need all three of them. You can't give me two and 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 fall down on one. I need all three of them because they go hand in hand. Because if you're giving me everything, if you're giving me effort, but you're not giving me respect, it don't work. If you're giving me respect and you're not giving me effort, by default, you're not giving me respect. Facts. I don't understand why, especially older women, middle age, I'd say 30, 30 and over, I just don't understand how the reality hasn't set in yet that you're really not competing anymore with the younger market. Like they're automatically going to win nine times out of 10. Granted, a lot of these younger women that are like in their mid twenties are starting to look like they 40 because they're, they're in competition with these older women, not realizing that they don't really need to be because they're winning already because they have youth. But um, it, it just, it just boggles my mind that nobody is truly looking in that mirror, that internal mirror, everybody's just so focused on beauty. And it's just like, bro, like we've been, this is a decade old saying that beauty fades and y'all are so obsessed with it. And it's like, y'all really are not winning, especially when a lot of y'all look the same. I'm not, it doesn't make, it doesn't take me that long to go in the grocery store and figure out what Honey Nut Cheerios I want. Like, (laughs) if I'm going in there for Honey Nut Cheerios, I'm getting a bag, I'm getting a box of Honey Nut Cheerios or maybe a bag. The reality is it's still Honey Nut Cheerios. Now you start talking about, I'm, I'm comparing them to different cereals. Okay, that, that gets a little deeper. But nowadays, y'all are just the same boxes. Y'all all y'all all strive to, to, to have the same curves, same makeup, same type of hair. So what else is there? Y'all are all starting, let's just say all of y'all are starting at six. Y'all are all average. Now what, now what else is there? And, and the thing about it is, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these trends are are blamed on men because we will see Kim Kardashian and we'll say, damn, she got a fat ass. I like a fat ass. And I was like, oh, I got to go get a fat ass because, you know, men say they love a fat ass. 
But what you fail to realize is like, I'm looking at Kim Kardashian's ass. I'm looking at Selma Hayek's ass. I'm looking at Mariah Carey's ass. I'm looking at Scarlett Johansson's ass. I'm looking at Priyanka Chopra's ass. Like I'm looking at all ass. So I'm not saying that this is a the prototypical ass that you got to go get. I'm a man. I am looking at everything. Like a woman is looking at everything. You might like his muscles. You might like his hair. You might like his big hands, whatever it is that y'all like, you're looking at everything. And if you apply that and say, Hey, I can be genuine me. And the person that's for me is going to like me. Then you will get further in this. You don't have to be like everybody else. Setting pressure is, is really showing what makes you stand out from everybody else. Like I'll, I'll say, I'm not the most handsome nigga. I'm not the smartest nigga. I'm not the richest nigga. I may not be you know, whatever the funniest nigga, it may not be that. But if you look at me in a statistical category and everything, I have a very high rating. I don't have to be the best. I can ha I have a very high average. And that's fine with me. I'm good with that. Because I know that very high average is going to get me where I need to go eventually. Eventually. It, 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 I feel like a lot of shit that's going on eventually will correct, it'll correct itself. Um, it, it always does. Yeah, it, it'll correct itself. And people talking about, oh, we got to save the planet. We got to do this and this. The planet is going to heal itself. Yeah, pretty much. It doesn't need our help because mm -hmm. we ain't we ain't helping anyway. We think we helping. We 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 fuck up shit and we think we helping at the same time. It's like, well, you fucked up this shit anyway. So, I mean, <laughs> just just stop, <laughs> just stop, bro. Just stop. So it's, I mean, like I said, man, I, a lot of times, man, I just sit here, man, I just be just. It's just a frustration with the with the generation incoming, dog. Because I'm just saying, bro. Like, I really feel like it's too late. But I, at the same time, I'm like, maybe it's too late for my generation. But at some point, it'll correct itself. But it's like, man, I just really wish people would just sit back and see things for the facts. Just the facts. No, I don't want you to see it from my perspective. Just see it for the facts that are there. Like. You're not really going to reshape history like you think you're going to reshape history. Like, and, and we've been saying this for a long time. Like, reality is reality, bro. And and, and, and that's why I tell everybody, that's why every time I gave Tom a chance to tell people what I learned in psychology, I always tell them, man, one of the leading reasons people fall into depression and anxiety is because of their expectations. Once their reality doesn't fit their expectation that they've been having all their lives eventually they fall into this deep sadness they fall into this place of anxiousness because it's so hard for them to accept that the plans and the timeline that they laid out for themselves didn't go as it they didn't go how they thought they didn't it didn't it didn't it didn't work out because while you were making plans god was making other plans like, and, 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 and that's because, tough speaking from personal experience that's tough that's tough to digest it's tough it's it's even tougher to digest when you're a stubborn person it's even tougher to digest when you're delusional it's even tougher to digest when you're you're you've been spoiled and uh society has been putting you the society has been lying to you Society has constantly been lying to you, and the people that you look up to for advice have been lying to you. Motherfuckers ain't been keeping it real with you. And then all of a sudden, you have to learn on your own. And I really think that 
75% of a person's learning is on their own. People tell you things all the time, but until you actually experience that shit, until you actually apply a formula, until you actually, you know, walk something through yourself, actually touch something, you ain't learned shit yet. You were just told some shit. You ain't learned shit. You ain't really learning shit from this podcast right now. A lot of the shit you already know, but it hasn't applied to your life yet. So it really doesn't mean anything. Cool. But you're going to learn. Life is going to give you that work. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it, 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 it has its way. It has its way of humbling you. And, 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 and the more you like dig into... Not even dig in. The more you just experience life, bro. Like I be, I be coming across some wild shit, and I'm like, damn. Like a lot of people don't know about this shit that's going on. A lot of people don't, you know, they like, like I said, man. In Houston, like, there's a fucking suicide epidemic in Houston. It's probably all over the U.S. To be honest with you, like, all age ranges, motherfuckers attempting suicide, committing suicide. Like I, I see in the stories, and the shit is sad as fuck. And it's like. I know this shit is happening because of what I just stated. The overwhelming realization that you failed or that you think that you failed. And it's like, bruh, <laughs> put the phone down, turn off the TV, disconnect for a little bit. And I promise you, you're going to realize if you talk to some of your elders that where you think you should be, you pr- it's, that's probably not even your path. It's probably not even your path. Now you're trying to down these pills. Now you're trying to cut your cut your slit your wrist because you want to start over, or you just want to end it all. That ain't where it's at, bro. That ain't where it's at. And that's why motherfuckers want ayahuasca. But the thing <laughs> is, <laughs> question: When stuff happens now, it doesn't even move me like it used to. I'm 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 not I'm not really shocked. Basically, last week we had we had a number of mass shootings hit the news, and I'm not even shocked anymore. Couple on on college campuses, a Walmart. It's just even even today or yesterday, the guy from Virginia that went out to California, the cop, the cop that went from Virginia to California, like shit doesn't even move me anymore. Like I feel like this is I feel like this is the norm. At times, it doesn't even feel like I'm even living this life. It feels like I'm not. It's like, is this just entertainment? Is this for real? And then I I'm realize these watching, are real people. I'm just watching like a Shakespearean tragedy. Like, you know about that one, the one uh, military chick from Houston that died in, um, was it clean? Or, or Fort, yeah, Fort Hood. Yeah, Fort Hood. Fort, yeah, you know, the, the it turned out today, like the, the girl of the dude, like, basically that case is real fucked up. I, I had a lot of interest in that case because it, it was real fucked up because she was messing with a guy and the guy had a girlfriend. I guess they, they ended up killing her. She just got found guilty today for assisting and in, in, in basically discarding of the body. No, she didn't fi- get found guilty. She pled guilty. Oh, okay. She pled guilty. So I brought that up to say, when you see these people, they don't even look like they're capable of doing these things. And I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck? Like, I really feel like at some point you could look and be like, all right, motherfuckers look crazy and deranged. You can't like you can't even spot it no more. You wake up tomorrow, you hear so and so kill somebody. 
deep down in your heart, you know, like, man, I would have never expected that from that guy. But like you said, we're so numb to the fact that motherfuckers just be out here wilding now, driving across the country to go kill somebody. Motherfuckers don't can't forget about the chick. You know, I think she was from Ace Town, just ran into some people because her boyfriend was she like, you don't you look at these people, you don't even expect these things. But when you hear about it in that moment, you're not shocked because low key, you did expect it. You didn't like it, it's 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 a nuance in there. It's like I don't expect it, but it won't surprise me because that's where we are now. Uh, honest, honest truth. I think George Floyd was the last thing that surprised me. Why is that? Just, just, just the egregiousness of it. But since then, nothing, nothing has surprised me. And even I'll, I'll talk to my mom, and she'll ask me about things. Oh, how, what'd you think about that movie? It was okay. Oh well, you know, we went to dinner at this place. I was, it was just okay. She literally told me she's like everything is basically just neutral with you. Like, you don't get excited or you're like, hey, this was great. You know, you check this out. This I was like, nothing ex- excites me anymore. Like, this this world has just become so mundane and just so downtrodden that, like, nothing nothing really gets me going anymore. And I don't know if that's just a personal issue with me. No, but it no. just feels like nothing is is. I'm not gonna say worth it, but I'm just like nothing is nothing is. I'm just gonna stick with nothing is exciting me anymore. I could say the same thing, but in that same realm, the 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 things that excite me don't excite other people. That's for sure, because the thing when I was excited by certain things five ten years ago, and I would bring them up, it would be a small faction of people that be like, yeah, yeah, I fuck with that. And then it was like, uh, fast forward. Now it's like those things that excite people. I'm kind of looking at them like, you're kind of childish now. That stuff doesn't excite me. It's just boring now. And also for me, and since I was always sort of, you know, had a hipster mindset, um, the hype ruins shit for me. If I get to something before the hype hits, maybe I can go in with, you know, no expectations and I can get excited about it. It can make me feel a certain way. But the hype ruins shit to the point where by the time I get to it, my expectations were high. And it was like, hey, this ain't all that. It's cool. It's but cool. It, it, it's, it's not it's not as monumental. It's not as monumental as you guys are making it out to be. And that's not even me being a hater. That's just because nine times out of ten, if the hype is there, I'm going to go check it out. Of course. And then it's like, oh, oh, shit. Y'all was just doing this to, to be cool on social media. Y'all, this ain't really what it is. And it, to me, it all comes like, man, I I'm I'm I, I, I down this hill. I know when somebody really passionate about something. Because they can get deep about that shit. If I if somebody tell me they like something and they stay surface level the whole time, they I know they full of shit. If they I know just they full you, of shit. You what's in the media and what's in the news? They full of shit. I know it because I know when people fuck with things. It's it's been consistent all my life. When people, I, I I've seen the passion in people's eyes when they like something, they enjoy something. Like I'm telling you, just, I know just, it. Just like you said, when when a person fucks with you, you don't have to Bro. you don't have to guess about it. You, you don't have to ask no guess question. about it. You know, you have like like I love I'm I, I'm I'm both shocked, but I also love that gaslighting is like the word of the year because I've I think with that 
being the word of the year, people, depending on how they, they say, there are several events that have several events have caused that uptick in searching that word, which is fine. But I know that most people search that word on a personal level, mm-hmm. and I bet most people search that word to ask themselves. Do they gaslight people and to figure out if they were gaslit? I know it was on a more personal level like that. Because I can tell you right now, if it's anything media-based, the media the media is 100% of the time gaslighting you. 100% of the time gaslighting you. But on a personal level, with the boyfriends and the girlfriends and the family members you deal with, it's 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 hard to tell. And you're like, man, let me, you know, and you, you go to Google searching for the answers, but you know Google going to exaggerate. Just like Google gonna exaggerate, bro. Mm-hmm. And and that's, but for the most part, yeah, man, being gaslit, it's a common thing. People that do it well don't even know they do it. Just like narcissists don't realize that they're narcissists. And when you and when you get to the point where you're looking at this person like, oh, this person would not gaslight me, you're both kind of in a in an oblivious state. Like they don't know you're doing it, and you don't anticipate them to do that. So it's. It's happening, but neither one of you really realize it. I'm big on actions. A person could tell me they they like me. A person can be like, oh, you know, da 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 did a snap. If you fuck with me, you, you I don't have to guess. You don't have to. You know. I don't have to guess at all. The minute you the minute you start trying to figure it out, then you start trying to convince yourself, shit, you gaslighting yourself. That's why you're looking up the word. <laughs> like, how did I get here? Could you be learning yourself? I ain't even gonna hold you. I I'll probably be gaslighting myself a little little bit. In that, Bruh, we all do it. I'm no storyteller. Bruh, like 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 dog, a motherfucker. Like I'm telling you, I, I'm gonna use this example because women do it all the time. If women, if it happened to y'all, y'all can say it happened to y'all. You could be talking to a chick. She telling you she like you. Shit be dry to the motherfucker. Then and it, it, this this can go multiple ways. Y'all finally get that chance to really kick it. You lay it on her, or the date goes really well, so to speak. Okay, I'll say that. But you know what I mean. Y'all are adults. Well, no, I, I, I was I was I was thinking you were going somewhere else with that. But no, no, yeah. you, you you bang her brains out. She falling no, no, with your penis. I, 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 know I, I was I was th- I was thinking like the date didn't go well. Like you don't have anything to talk about. Oh no 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 no. The date goes very well, and I'm going to the fact that at first she her words are just saying she fuck with you, but she really just being dry. The conversations really ain't going nowhere until y'all get in person. Shit get real, and like I said, you bang her brains out. She like, oh goddamn, I'm in love with this guy. Now she can't. Now she won't stop blowing your phone up. That's what I'm saying. Like you won't stop blowing my phone up. You want to see me every day now. Da da da. That's when you realize I don't give a fuck what people say. Motherfuckers say anything. The shit get real when the person really wants you. Cause they not gonna hide it no more. It ain't gonna be when you dealing with them. It ain't gonna be calculated. When you dealing with somebody and you can feel the strategy and the calculation behind it, they playing games. So, and when you're trying to figure them out, and then like you're going in and out of, oh yeah, she liked me. Oh, you should. You gaslighting yourself. It, it, it's just like it is what it is. 
You ain't got to get shit. Like me. I'm, 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 you sitting there reading her, her, her status post thinking that it's about you and all this other stuff. Like, no, nah, if, if that, if just like y'all, just like, like women say, if he wanted to, he would. If she wanted to, she would. And if, and if you open your eyes, you'll see because those that want to do. Plain and simple. Whether that's, that's who you want it from is another story. But those that want to do. And people got to stop lying to themselves about who they want it from. Because y'all be out here making a fool of yourselves on social media. And it's just like these younger women, I got respect for them. Because when they want something, bro, and this is younger generation, Gen Z, when they want something, they going to pull up on you. Hey, that's why I'm telling you, like, the competition between the the, the 28 and younger and the, the 31 and older, like, it's night and day. Because, like, while y'all over here playing these passive-aggressive games, the young women, they on y'all ass. That, that man y'all want, they getting them. Just based on the fact that they not finna play games. It's almost like they being taught early that life's too short to be playing these games. You playing these games, and you ain't even – your desirability ain't even all that high. And the thing is – Telling a man that, oh, in two or three years, I, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And a woman telling a man that, oh, this is what I'm trying to do right now. <sighs> Even let's flip it. And a man saying, you know, man, you know, in, in the next five years, you know, I'm trying to settle down, you know, get a family, this, this, and this. And a man coming up like, no, I'm trying to settle down with you. I want to have a family with you. Them shit's just two different things. Very different. Them shits is two different things. Very different. <laughs> Look. Motherfuckers out here playing, These podcasts bro. are always super cool when I'm drinking. <laughs> These motherfuckers out here playing, Jay. And it's like, it's too late for all that playing for a lot of y'all. It's too late. Men and women both. It's Straight too up, late though. to be out here playing. <laughs> playing like a you, motherfucker, man. You, you you should be in your late thirties running running the streets as a man. It, it, it actively thinking that this is gonna get you somewhere. Like, nah, bro. Fuck happened to your camera, man. You know, iPhone always doing some shit. Where now, like, if you get it close enough to your computer, then it can show on your phone. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was. It would use the camera on my phone rather than the camera on my computer. That's wild. Cause I just saw your knee. That shit was weird. Yeah, I had to scratch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was some real shit though, man. Like, I, I got, I got much like bottom line, but I have much respect for the people that go out there, men and women, that go out there and get what they want. And they ain't playing no games. They're not lying to themselves. They're not saying, oh, I don't want this. They're not doing, they're not bullshitting. They're not bullshitting the fact that they aren't where they want to be. And that's why a lot of them ain't worthy. Like, that's why you're not where you where you should be. Because you're bullshitting. And a lot of that shit, like I said, man, it come to pride. Like, bro, Carmelo, go to China. Go to Taiwan. Get your, get your bag, bro. I, I myself am personally a bullshitter. It take one to know one, trust me. Cheers. <laughs> you know, I don't drink during the week, man. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. Do you? <laughs> I mean, that's your that's what you that's what you choose to do. <laughs> I respect that. 
It is. It is what I choose to do, man. But, but yeah, man. Long story short, dog. <laughs> I feel sorry for motherfuckers, man, because I know for a fact that people are they smiling on the outside, dying in the inside. Fucking dying. You're dying on the inside and, and put on this facade for social media because you care more about what people think than you care about how you actually feel. And that is befuddling. But that was, I would say, like when I was about 30, that's when I just got to the point where I was just like, bruh, fuck these people. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. That That's something that, that I hit at 33. It's like, you know, life is life is is fucking short and you know and I, I i told this to somebody somebody they asked me something about something i was like man shit you gotta find happiness where you can like sitting around being miserable chasing behind jobs and chasing behind people and chasing behind materialistic things you gotta find happiness where you can like so i i mean you know kudos to those people who walk away from you know perfect perfect quote-unquote perfect relationships to to get into a situation that you're actually happy where where you're by yourself or you walk away from executive jobs to be a philanthropist and and build parks and shit because that's what makes you happy like kudos to y'all because you know it takes it takes a strong willpower to to do that shit to just be happy despite what people say because what they they what they do is they project their values on you man you were making so much money why'd you walk away from all that money Shit, money don't make you happy. You can still buy what you want, but even even on a lower scale, like you know, people say, "Oh shit, if I was a millionaire, you know, I this this and this." Even less than a millionaire, you get to a certain point where you can't buy enough stuff that's gonna that's gonna 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 comfort you at night. You you can't buy enough stuff that's gonna make you feel anything more than a temporary high. I think you get to a point where in a salary, and I'm not gonna give, you know, everybody has their number or whatever, where it's like, you know, buying something and rubbing one off is gonna give you that same, that same dopamine hit in your brain. And in 10, 15 minutes, you know, you're gonna be back to feeling like how you were feeling. <laughs> Coat. That's that, that's all it is because you're not, and then that's when you need to go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 somebody that's saying that you coping appropriately. Somebody saying no, let's let's peel the layers of this onion back and get to what the real root of this problem is. And what are you gonna do with this? Are you gonna sit here? Or are you still gonna cover it up and with with with? Oh, I'm gonna go to the gym for nine hours a day and and then and, and I'm gonna travel and and do this wanderlust. Are you gonna address the real issues? Because all you're doing is running from your problems. One hundred percent. And 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 you can run, you can run. Can't but run the thing him. is, you running on a track, and that track is an oval. <laughs> You gonna get back to start, and you know what's sitting there chilling? That problem. The truth. The truth. And until you address that shit, then it is what it is. And nobody, but nobody, nobody, nobody can do that for you. You have to do that for yourself. Motherfuckers be thinking I want to solve their problem. Just to get back to what I was talking about earlier, I don't want to solve anybody's problem. I don't mind hearing problems sometimes, but the reality is. I feel like one of the ways to circum to to to, to avoid therapy. Well, one one of the benefits of therapy, I can say, is 
them guiding you to solve the problem. Because at the end of the day, the problem needs to be solved or the problem needs to be recognized so you can build uh, a foundation or start on a path to the solution. But inevitably, you're doing that on your own. Nobody's holding your hand. Y'all are fucking adults. So I ain't trying to solve nobody's problems. Once again, I'm just trying to get people to realize that the inevitable truth is you're going to solve the problem on your own. Somebody may. Uh, Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I don't, I, and, and, and I don't want anybody to wake up 75 years and they're still running from the same problem that they running from when they were in their early 20s, their mid-20s. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to a lot of people. But that, that shit is just. It's going to happen to a lot of us because it's the arrogance it's the lies being told. It's the stubbornness. It's just the bullshitting yourself. Boy, I tell you. Bullshit. Bullshitting yourself, man. Bullshitting yourself, man. Like, you you can be... Uh, and even if you're just honest with yourself in private and you not tell it. See, that's what's fucking wrong with culture right now. You got to tell everybody what you're being honest about. You can be honest with yourself in your room. Like you said like you said earlier, hey, sometimes you, you just need a good cry. And that's being honest with yourself. That's embracing those emotions that you're feeling. Sometimes you need that shit. Not me, because I ain't no puss-ass nigga like that. Yeah, but, here we go. <laughs> but sometimes that's what you need. Because that's that's when you're being honest with yourself. I mean, shit, maybe you crying in the shower, letting the water wash away your tears, whatever it is. But be honest with yourself. You can be you can be honest with, yeah, this job pays me so much fucking money, but I hate myself for what I do. Yeah, I miss this person so fucking much, but this person just isn't good for me. But it's instead of that. being instead of being out there trying to make this person jealous and trying to make them want you back and trying to change this person or or just trying to go to this job and, and trying to find not even trying to find the highlights and just punching in and punching out, doing what you do, change some shit. It's too many opportunities. It's, it's we just crossed eight billion people on this planet. It's it's too much out here. Am I forgot about that? Just crossed eight billion. And I'm finna stop pull, pulling out. So we probably finna go like eight billion. Oh Jesus! Eight billion Nick Cannon out here, man. Good lord, young Genghis Khan. Young Genghis. Jesus. Look, man. <laughs> Life too short, bro. Life too. I, I sit there and I, you know, I'm just thinking about the deaths that we that we that we've encountered in the past month, bro. Like Green Ranger, bro. Damn. Whatever thought. When H Town. When one nigga show up and whoop five niggas ass, <laughs> bro. When he show up, get in your car and whoop your ass out of your car. Shh. Hey, them niggas shook for a whole season. Them, me, nigga, I was stressed <laughs> every Friday coming on trying to watch a new episode after school. I was stressed. That nigga, Jesus. that nigga whooped y'all ass. Then took over y'all group. Like, damn, what, 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 what are y'all gonna do with this nigga with this flute? He is on y'all ass. 
wasn't playing around at all, bro. He was he was about that shit in real life too. That's the funny oh, part. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this wasn't no pretend martial arts nigga. Like this I, nigga I, was, I will get with you on camera and off camera. That shit crazy, dog. But he met his inevitable demise. I never I never knew the Yellow Ranger died. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. How did she die? Now that I don't remember. Yeah, because I, I, I seen like a some artwork and I was like, man, that's sad. That's sad as fuck. But um, you know, it, nigga killed himself, and I'm just I, I don't even want to know why. But that's just one of those things where it's just like, man, that shit is sad. Then you had a shit Quilla Robinson shit happen. It just goes to one of them. It, it, that shit, that shit fucked me up for a couple of days. Cause I'm just sitting here like everybody just gonna everybody gonna feel sorry for, but nobody gonna address the problem here. I actually had heard something, and I didn't I didn't fact check it that 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 person that was beating her in the video was actually a trans. Now I didn't I didn't fact check this. I just casually heard this. I was like, oh wow, that that's even crazier that y'all sat there and basically watched a man beat a woman. And man, and, and then y'all were it was entertainment for y'all because y'all asked, you know, are you gonna fight back? And she said no. Cause she probably knew she was gonna lose because she was fighting a man. It's very possible. Not even worth fact checking because at the end of the day, she she died. And to go back to the intro. It's just an immaturity in a situation which, you know, those were 24 and 26 year olds. Um, it's just the immaturity and connecting to people that you really don't have no. Y- y- these people are not going to help you grow. These people are not going to really help you become a better person. But then you gravitate to them probably for shallow reasons. And then the outcome is the whole time they was hating on you. They was envious of you. And now you're gone. That's why I said I really feel like the conversation should have got a lot deeper because there are a lot of people walking around here in friend circles where the only reason the friends are really around is because it's a competitive nature to it. And me personally, only time I want to compete is when I'm playing a sport. I never want to compete with people on the social on the social realm. That shit is whack to me. I don't care what type of car you drive. I don't care what job you have. I, I don't I don't care how many friends you have. Like that, all that shit cornered to me because a lot of this shit. You can achieve that shit by simply being fake. And shit you can achieve by being fake, I don't want. Like like most of these scammers, like they fake. And the scammers, they get to a certain, they get a certain amount of money. They start getting access to certain places because they got money. And the shit they grow, the shit they gravitate towards be fake. They friends mm-hmm. be fake. The girls that want to f- fuck with them be fake. They, they go for women too. Like you get a certain amount of status. You don't even know what's real around you anymore. I don't want that shit. One, I don't want that shit. Because once you take it away, it all goes. It's like that, that like that Nigerian scammer that uh he's one of the biggest ones in, in uh in America. He doing like 12, 12, 15 years in the feds. It's like shit, he probably ain't getting no letters from nobody. No. Besides his family. Because you're not finding you're not financing them anymore. It's not bankrolling. You they were only there because of what you had, not who you are. I don't care about none of that shit, bro. People, people die for that shit. I'm like, dog, if you, if, if most of the people that, like, most of the people that, that you should be in contact with or not even worried about, but, like, 
the people that you consider friends, bro, them just simply just be people that you you check on on a regular basis. You actually have real conversations with. You're making sure they're in a good place psychologically, that type of stuff. You shouldn't be worried about who got the most holes, who putting in the most, you know, who got the highest salary, who got the biggest car. Like, all that shit is lame. Because at the end of the day, if you're doing that shit from a competitive nature or from a competitive stance, it goes back to what we was just saying earlier. Did that shit even really make you feel good? Like, do you even really like that shit? You get this, you get all this shit and you realize it was just hype. And then you really ask yourself, man, you really, the, the reality is you neutral about this shit too. You're like, man, I don't really like this shit. Because <laughs> it's crazy because once you show it to everybody, what's left? Everybody seen my new car. Well, what's left? Everybody, you know, came over seeing the new house. Now what's left? <laughs> it's done. I can't, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, you've seen it. All right, cool. <laughs> The fact of the matter is nobody really cares. They don't. That's something that they're, I accepted they're, they're a long time for ago. You, you know, because you're happy. Like you know, I'm I'm proud. Anybody, anytime somebody tells me they're happy, I'm excited for them. Like shit, because that's that's what the goal is. Whether it's it's material or or whatever. Like you tell me you happy, great. I'm glad you found that happiness. I'm happy for you, but I don't know what my happiness gonna do for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's cool. You got yeah, yeah, yeah. Your business doing good. All right, bet. You know, I'm gonna support it. Then I'm going with my business. But at the same time, in that same, in that same breath, it's like, I hope it don't fail. You know what I'm saying? I hope it don't fail. I hope it don't fail because I mean, it, 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 but, but it's crazy because like I say, I hope it don't fail. But that's that's the type of shit I be thinking about because I'm like, man, I hope with all this shit that's being done. There's a plan in place, like there's a realistic plan in place for the worst that can happen. Even if somebody has just got a new house, got a new car, it's like, bro, you know, the shit, you know, when you're doing this shit or you're thinking about failure, you think about losing a job, you think about things like that, because all these people that you bragging to and you're showing this shit off to when if you fail, because especially with businesses, you know, that shit is very likely to fail these days. Like, what are you going to tell these people? You going to hide thing. it? Same thing about when you throw your, your relationship up there on social media. When you go down and you pull all those posts down, people are like, all right, what, what happened? What happened? You, you brought us a part of it, and now, you know, things have changed. What happened? We need to know. It's best to just, in my opinion, it's best to just stay humble, stay out the way, stop broadcasting shit. Privacy is such a beautiful thing. It's, it's such an underrated thing. Be, be like, just identify the people that matter to you most in life. Share your blessings with them if necessary. And just go on about your life. Because, I mean, we your close friends and your close circle, they, they know what's up. Niggas fail. But these motherfuckers that only see success from you, when you fail, man, they they gonna put they gonna they gonna mute you. They gonna follow you. They don't care about you no more. Like, so at the end of the day, like I said, when it comes down to it, nobody really cares outside of your close family and friends. When when you get into a relationship and you stop showing ass, they gonna stop following you. <sighs> they know that. I hope they do. But then again, but then again, but yeah, man. Like I said, man. Uh, I feel you on that mundane shit, cause uh, that's that's 
even to, even to bring up Black Panther, it was like, oh God. <sighs> I'm gonna end on I'm gonna end on this note. I'm gonna end on this note. It's a good note to end on. It is, it is, cause like we we didn't been everywhere. Um, look, I'm gonna say it again. When people fuck with something, I know when they fuck with something, cause it's not just gonna be. It ain't gonna be surface level. Like no. I really, it's like I know when people enjoy things, and it's not just on some. Like, like me personally, I'm to the point where I think a lot of people are NPCs. And they don't really have an internal dialogue like a lot. Like you would think that walking around like everybody has this internal dialogue and everybody has some type of deep sense of thought to them. But I'm starting to realize that honestly, a lot of people don't. So I guess in a sense, I have to <laughs> not real talk. I guess in a sense, I have to realize that when people say when people really like I can never go watch something and just watch it. I'm trying to watch it. And I'm like, even if it's funny. I'm like, I want to understand every joke. I don't want nothing to go over my head. I, I want to understand what I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? What happened? Oh, nothing. I was just messing with the mic. I don't. Oh, this, we gotta end this quick because this nigga drunk. Look, uh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not drunk. It. I, <laughs> this might be another lost episode. I don't know. <laughs> You've been able to hear me throughout this episode, though, correct? Yes, I have. Okay. Oh shit. Carry on. <laughs> But long story short, man, with Black Panther, man, I, I felt like for the most part, people really enjoyed the first one because a lot of those people that enjoyed the first one were probably just getting into comic book movies. And a lot of them, as they were getting the comic book movies and the comic book world started realizing that they can cater to a minority audience, like Black Panther was perfect timing. And I really felt like, I really feel like with the first one, you had a, a character that you really could be proud of, and to an extent, it made them feel a part of that universe that they weren't really a part of the whole time. So now that his seat, his legacy is cemented, you know, Wakanda is what it is, you know, unfortunately, you know, Chadwick passes, and then you come to an already established, established franchise I just felt like it was poorly delivered because of the fact that two things. I really felt like at some point you just got to realize maybe we don't need this because now you see they're trying to, you know, promote that Bashanga character played by Patch, you know, by Boyega. I sent you that, like basically the first Black Panther, Bashanga, and it's it's uh, John Boyega is supposed to, you know, like there's this art custom. I thought I thought you saw that. Hey, you must have ignored that. Yeah, they, so basically they're trying to they're trying to push this they're trying to push the the Bishanga character as the first Black Panther, and to me, what Disney did was realize that this movie really failed to nail down like to in my opinion, the numbers don't really lie either. But I think that they realized like okay maybe we couldn't we didn't have to recast them, but maybe we could just try to go on another timeline. Maybe we could try to Maybe we can try to build on another legacy, or you know, you know, like I, I think they'll try to they're gonna try to pull a fast one because this, there's no way in the world Disney MCU is looking at the 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 general consensus and not asking themselves like, damn, are we gonna be able to force this on people much longer? Because at some point they're gonna have to realize, yeah, we're failing, we're failing, 
Are we going to be able to mold the new, the new, are we going to be able to mold our target? Like, is our target audience long enough? Is it large enough to sustain us? Or are we going to become a market where we're just, we're going to be, are we going to become a dying market and have to go invest somewhere else? Or we're just pandering because everybody's saying that phase four was horrible. That's the general consensus. But are they satisfied with the fact that it's 50-50? Because that's probably what it is. Realistically, it's probably 50-50. Your casual moviegoers and and, and, and your your CBM movie, movie, your CBM army. Pretty much. And, and And I feel like right now, CBMs are becoming more of a casual moviegoer experience now rather than people that are really that have been there since phase one. I feel like if you've been there since phase one, I feel like a large majority of that crowd is no longer invested. Oh, or they or if they're invested, they're they're the ones mostly critical of it. And they're like, nah, I'm not feeling this no more. Because and eventually you, you, you've killed out you've killed off who we grew up on or who who got us into this genre. And now you're doing a horrible job of giving us another branch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're giving us a branch that, in my opinion, spits on the face of the people that built up this this franchise. But like I said, man, that movie for a casual movie watcher, it was all right. But I can point out so many flaws in that movie, which once again, somebody that's you, you sound upset. Oh lord. <laughs> For somebody that to me is an NPC or somebody that just goes into movies and they just pretty much just go in there for the eye candy of it, then they'll enjoy it. Um, unfortunately, that's just not who I am. And it's funny because I know, like you said, people will look at me and be like, oh, man, maybe you're hating or maybe you're just upset. It's like, no, nah, I mean, in all honesty, when you like something, when you love something, which I used to, I, I love movies. I think it's art. I like filmmaking. And it's like, if I see something that's heavily flawed i'm gonna notice you being a casual movie watcher you just being um somebody that just wants to see candy on the screen you won't notice it because you're just trying to get your eyes pleased for two and a half hours Mm -hmm. i can't i can't i can't do that when i go into a movie theater i have i go into a movie theater with a purpose it is not just to simply be entertained you could be entertained in many ways that are cheaper than that shit (laughs) <laughs> you throwing away 15, 20 bucks to to be to see that shit, man. Tell them more to get in the gym. Anyways, man. <laughs> Look. Jay over there feeling good. No, I'm just thinking all that swimming that he does, he should be in better shape. That's just realistic, dog. Like, come on, man. You swimming 100 miles an hour. <laughs> in the water all the time. Come and on, built like bro. me, <laughs> who can't well, swim at all. <laughs> the funny thing about that movie, in all honesty, like one of the one of the best characters in that movie was Namora. When I really thought, when I really think about it, like she was like the imposing character. It seemed like she was the realest one. She was the most consistent in the way she. Whenever I, whenever I saw her on the screen, outside of that, everybody else was just kind of like, eh. <sighs> I damn near forgot their performance. And like they're talking about like Oscar uh, campaigns. I'm like, if this what the Oscars is, is nominating, then yeah, y'all, y'all lost me. Like there's y'all credibility is I, I hate the fact that America in general has lowered the standards 
of almost everything in order to accommodate or to say we're trying to make things more diverse. If you don't see how insulting that is as a black man, a black woman, a Mexican man, a Mexican woman, whatever, as a, as a minority, then we just ain't, we ain't on the same mental plane because that's offensive to me. It's like, I mean, bro, plain and simple, they're lowering the bar. You ain't got to lower the bar for me, bro. No. What you need me to do? This is what you want? All right, bet. If I can't, if I can't, like, bro, if, if I got to be a certain speed, a certain, a certain accuracy to get in the NBA, dog, like, I don't want you to lower the bar because if you lower the bar, the quality of the NBA gonna go down, and nobody gonna want nobody gonna want to watch that shit. That's what's happening right now. Like we're putting out films. Like come on, we got a movie coming out called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Bruh, Hollywood run out of ideals, man. We got an evil Pooh Bear movie coming out. We got an evil Santa Claus movie, an evil Grinch. Like y'all running out of ideals. It's but it's most likely because y'all have lowered the bar for who is going to get invested in in Hollywood and shit like that. Like, y'all not, come on, man. Let's, society will always be, us society will always be much better when people have something to strive for. Yep. If you just give it to them and there's nothing to truly strive for, you're going to probably get what America is looking like today. And that, on that note, I'm, I'm like, done. I don't even got words of advice. It's it's the journey. That's all it is. It's the journey. If you when you lower the bar and you make it easier, the journey isn't is is not, you know, you don't feel as accomplished when you complete the journey. That's all it is. Leave the bar where it's at, and you know, strive for greatness. Niggas can't even niggas can't even strive for greatness no more. They just like, hey, I'm just trying to get by. I'm just trying to get by. Like I said, shit, right. niggas, niggas ain't been the same since them PPP loans, bro. But anyways, man, if y'all made it this far, man, I, I got much respect for you. And it's great to be back. Y'all might fuck around and get another episode this week. I don't know. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Because I, I, I got I got, time. Y- y'all going to listen to what y'all going to listen to anyway. I ain't even... I don't even look at the the, the show numbers no more. I just be. I, I haven't looked at them in a while. I don't. It, it is what it is. You listen, you listen. But uh, I think that's something that we could do between now and New Year. Give y'all unexpected content. Have fun with this shit while we can. It's a bunch of shit going on. We ain't talk about. And we got it's so much shit. It's always shit to talk about. So if you enjoy what you hear, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you. Hit you know hit us up on IG with whatever you wanted to talk about. Uh, I promise you, like I said, between now and the end of the year, we'll 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 make sure we as consistent as possible and we have fun with this shit. And uh, eventually we, we gotta might even do an IG live again. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? That 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 would be fun. That definitely would be fun. But like I said, man, y'all know the y'all know the regular spiel. Jay, you got some some words of advice for him? Uh, my words of advice are simply going to be make sure that your faith in yourself is as strong as your faith in your God. And, and I respect that. I respect that. Uh, and with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 